What'll it be, stranger? Want to watch a movie? Now? Now. Now? Yeah, now. Right here, right now. Right now. Really? Let's do this. Really? Get in here. Okay. You're listening to the Hollywood Saloon. Saloon Shots, round 14. All right, dated January 6, 2010. Uh, L.A. Times, Warner Brothers, new releases to stay off Netflix for 28 days. <laughs> uh, article goes, making the first step in what could be a major change in Hollywood's relationship with Netflix, Inc., Warner Brothers has struck a deal with the fast-growing online DVD subscription service that will prevent it from offering new releases until 28 days after they go on sale. The studio is hoping that the four-week window will push consumers interested in watching movies at home to purchase the DVD. Warner already imposes an identical window on $1 per night kiosk company Redbox and its competitors. Although its unilateral move against Redbox has led to a court battle, Netflix agreed to the 28-day window in exchange for improved financial terms, higher inventory levels, and increased access to content for its online streaming service. Isn't it great that you could be around for 10 years and still be considered fast-growing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And this really caught me. I mean, we're a couple weeks past this at this point, but it's something that stuck with me, and it's it's fascinating because really we're going backwards in time. Now, from a consumer standpoint, it looks a certain way. From the studio standpoint, it's it's a completely different thing. The thing that bugs me is that it's it is like a step backwards, like we're going back in time to the days of VHS. I still remember when a new film would come out and uh you couldn't even purchase it at a store. And if you could, it would be like ninety nine ninety nine or eighty nine ninety nine or over a hundred dollars for one VHS tape. I still remember one of our roommates in college who was with the Columbia House oh, right, uh, right. video club. And if he, you know, if you skipped your monthly, you had remember you had to mail in that thing and say, no, I don't want the selection of the month. But I still remember uh, our roommate getting Heartbreak Ridge and then seeing the bill for like, you know, 95 bucks or something and just going, Ooh. good God. I eat Constantino wire and pitch napalm. And I can put a round through a flea's ass at 200 meters. So you go hump somebody else's like mud face before I push yours in. That's not a problem anymore now because it's going to be available for sale day one. I mean, really what you're getting at is, is do you feel sympathy for the video renting customers who wanted to see the film so badly they skipped it in the movie theaters? I mean, how badly do they really need to see this movie? Right. Can they not wait 28 more days? in order to, to put it in their Netflix queue. And anyway, if you're a new release renter through Netflix anyway, you know it's going to have a long wait, no matter what it is. So you might as well just queue up last month's new release and stay a <laughs> month behind the schedule for Warner Brothers and other studios that fall in line, and you'll never be interrupted by it. I, no, I not true. Think it's, not true because you're still going to hit that long wait just 28 days later. <laughs> well, go see it in the theater then if you need to see it so badly. Yeah, see, you know what? And again, here we or are. Or go out and buy the DVD. I mean – And I, I understand I, your perspective. You're taking the perspective of the studio. I got to see the blind side. I have to see it. Well, then go see the movie. Well, I want to get it first day on Netflix. Well, you can't. The point is is that we're stepping backwards into something that existed a long time ago. Wait, do you think it's a bad thing is what I'm saying? I think anything that tells a consumer that they have to change the way that they uh, 
do business with a company is shitty because if you pay your monthly bill to Netflix, it's understood that you get anything you want, any new releases whatsoever. But now, no. No, no. You get anything in their catalog. You don't get every film. I can't rent a lot of the films that I want because Netflix doesn't stock them. And they certainly don't stock special edition of titles. They still have some of the original freaking flippers that came out before they upgrade into a newer special edition version. They'll carry full-frame titles before you know upgrading to other widescreen special editions. So there is some flaws in, your, in the golden Netflix plan. I've been a subscriber since 2000. That's not the issue here. I, I love Netflix. I think it's great. But I'm not hoarding on all the new releases. I don't need them no, right no, when I they know. come out. But let's be honest. Let's be honest. The rental business lives and dies on the new release market, whether it be in brick and mortar, i.e. blockbuster. No, okay. we, used, we used to hate that about Hastings and everybody going to their new release shelves. Of course we did, but because that just showed what a shallow range of... Uh, but let me ask you, okay, they've been waiting for it to come out. If you just told them that, no, it doesn't come out on uh, April 1st, it comes out on May 1st. No. And somebody would go, oh, darn. But they'll get over it. The floodgates open the way it normally would. When the film finally comes out, it's going to be the same mad rush to the queue. Whoever has it at the top of their queue the day it comes out is going to get all the first batches of those Warner Brother titles, right, and they're right. going to fall into line. But the nice thing is, is a year later or two years later, when that film is no longer a new release, and you know everyone has already kind of gone through and seen it, it'll now be available for streaming. For Netflix customers. And that, to me, is the longer move and the, and the greater incentive that Netflix has you know, their eye on the ball. And they're right about this because they see where markets and trends are going. And anything that opens up their streaming catalog is a good thing for them. I know, but let's, let, let me go back to my, my point here. I agree with you. I want the streaming to be stocked up more because I love the streaming. Um, what I'm saying is, from a consumer standpoint, if you've been with Netflix for a long time, you're paying your bill, um, you're getting your movies. What I'm saying is, is that you have to step backwards. But only for Warner Brothers. No, I, it's no, not like all the studios on. are saying they're doing it right away. Oh, but they're going to set mean, a precedent. Well, okay, then it'll be gradual, and then you know what it is. It'll just be one month later in your whole schedule and everybody's I know. mindset. I, let me let me finish. Let me finish my point because what you're saying is okay. 28 days is not that big a deal. I agree with you. I'm talking about the average consumer who loves their Netflix, doesn't get out to the to the theater a lot, depends on Netflix to come in, and if you watch the trades or if you get Entertainment Weekly or or if you just watch trailers, they will make a big push in saying, uh, out this day. I mean, they advertise them on TV all the time, you know, available this Tuesday. They'll make a push for the sell of a new film. And then I think a lot of people are going to go to Netflix and say, wait a minute here. It comes out Tuesday. I know it does. You can't tell me it doesn't come out Tuesday because I just saw the commercial on Nickelodeon. Okay? But then they're going to say, well, no, Netflix doesn't allow that. Oh, but you can go to Blockbuster and do it. See, that's another interesting thing about this whole piece of the pie is they're not doing it to brick-and-mortar stores. Right. Well, they're, they're trying to give them the last laugh, lifeline they have before they go out of business right. completely. So, so what they're doing is, is they're stopping the fastest-growing business, which is technology. And this is one thing I've always backed um, Netflix about is that if it's the fastest-growing and it's the thing that people are trending towards – 
It's like, why not let that thing continue to go? It's obviously what people want, but they want to throw the brakes on it and say, oh, no, wait, let's go back in time. You know, let's go back to the, the horse and buggy where we can go and pick up our movie videos at the store and then take them back before we get a, a late fee or something. It doesn't apply to everybody, but it just applies to a smaller demographic, though, don't you think? I mean, it's not going to be everybody. If technology passes up, blockbuster, then it needs to get left in the dirt and it needs to fold. Because, you know, I'm a hater of blockbuster for the times they made me spend money on uh, uh, late fees and all that. I think it serves them well. I'm glad the technology has laid waste to their company. So let's move forward. And moving forward is the whole concept of not having late fees. Now, in the future, renting things in the mail and having a hard copy will get passed by as well. We know that's how it's trending. The, the, the future is, is that it will all be on demand. It will all be streaming. Well, what about like when Harvey Weinstein does those exclusive deals with Blockbuster where you can only rent it at Blockbuster in nowhere else? Isn't that worse than 28 days? I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. a lot worse. Sure, and he's doing it to the detriment of his product. Right. If you're not willing to sell in Walmart, well, okay, then that's your problem, well, man. I think, you know, anytime you make a sudden change, there's going to be some sounding of alarms and some oo-oos and ah-ahs. But if you really think about it, it's going to do nothing but create more anticipation for that movie when it finally does come out on Netflix. If you're a Netflix subscriber, if you want to cancel your Netflix subscriptions because now you can't get Warner Brothers new releases on the day they came out, well, then go ahead. I just don't know if you're going to find a better film library to accommodate your tastes if you just really want to have, you know, the depth of the catalog that they do have and also for streaming that's available that a lot of customers are are certainly taking advantage of. If you're one of these customers who does not stream, and there's plenty of them... um, Okay. Don't you think there's other movies in their queue, though? Most people I know that have Netflix don't keep two movies in their queue, a, a new release and a new release and nothing else. No, that's Most fine. people have 20 to 30. So while they're waiting for their new release, other movies are coming in. It's not like there's not stuff to fill that time gap. I mean, they might be involved in a TV show and not even realize that the film's been out for 28 days because they've been watching other things. And it's like, oh, great, that new release is out. I understand what you're saying. I'm taking it from a very basic standpoint here, okay? I'm almost playing devil's advocate. I just wanted to stand in these shoes for a second. But a year later, aren't you going to be kind of over it? No, if they're not going to change my rates, and this becomes a precedent across the board. Now, again, if it's just Warner Brothers, that's a different story altogether, and no one else does it. But if if Paramount jumps on board, if Fox jumps on board, then it's a whole different ballgame. And then you say to yourself, is this package that I'm purchasing worth what it used to be. And if I can't get these movies right now and I can only get them from purchasing, then the consumer has to decide. And if Netflix is not willing to change something on pricing, like let's say, well, um, we did change our service and we're going to give you the option of uh, taking five bucks off of your, uh, your monthly fees, you know, that's something that you might say, well, yeah, I'll wait 28 days for $5 off. Some people might do that. I'm just saying... You are you're getting um, uh, the ice cream with the cherry on the top, and you've been getting it for ten years. And then someone says, "Yeah, we're going to stop doing the cherry." Okay, so then what you have to say is, "Well, okay, I've always liked the cherry. I'm still going to get the ice cream. I'm not worrying about it. It's just excuses for offering you a lesser product." 
So I'm just saying from that perspective, from the consumer perspective, flip it, what you're talking about, it makes complete sense for the studios because they're scared to death because their revenues are dying on DVD. DVD is dying. Just go to the grocery store. You know, I go to the grocery store these days, and they've got a giant bin of four ninety nine movies. Remember that used to be a Walmart thing? Uh-uh. Now it's now it's the drugstore, the grocery store. No, no, no. We, we talked about this in another show. They built the DVD sell-through model based on what? A CD sell-through model, okay? Right. That was the model that people would want to collect movies. They were thinking about VHS also, of course, when they started lower pricing VHSs. People were buying them. They were building up these libraries of movies. And suddenly that became a very commercialized idea that people wouldn't own just 10 or 20 DVDs, they might own hundreds after a while if they were priced in a CD or lower kind of range. Well, what's happening is, is you add a decade to that. A lot of people are starting to realize that maybe I don't need to buy every single movie. Right. Sometimes I just want to watch it once. And I don't even rewatch the 500 films that are sitting on my shelf right now that I've been collecting for the last 10 years. When am I going to have time to rewatch those and all these other new movies and new TV shows and everything that I hadn't seen already? Yeah, that's so what I came I to. I always feel like there's a, there's a new conflict, and you and I are, are perfect to coming out of the generation of wanting to collect all the time, wanting to collect, wanting to collect, whereas we're moving into a future where it's wanting to sample, i.e. wanting to stream. And that's how we're going to treat things is we won't need to have a library. Netflix will have it. And you'll have access to, hopefully, every title at any hour, any time of the day. So you can just kind of get that stuff. But you're right. The studios are holding out that last battle cry is they do want us to still buy DVDs. And they still want us to try and collect them in that kind of way. We, we as a society, with, inter- with Inside Entertainment, we are deciding – we want to move forward, okay? We don't want to step backwards. And and the trend is going this way, you know, and the formats cha- are changing, and they're moving and forward. What- and, they're, and they're still saying, no, 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 wait. You have to still collect. We are going to force you to collect because if you can't wait. I mean, they, they're trying to push Blu-ray on us. Think about how hard exactly. that's been going. Exactly. You know, the new LaserDisc player for everyone to, to get better than their VHS counterpart. There's a market out there for it, but it's, it's not a mass consumer one. Well, but if you, if you are willing to put up the funds for a Blu-ray player and you want to own a film right now, why would you not buy Blu-ray? It would make complete sense. Um, if you really want to own something. The days are different, though. What you were saying earlier about us collecting 500 discs, see, to me, I know that I've gone through that metamorphosis to where it was so important for me to collect, and now the only ones that I make sure that I actually buy a hard copy of are the ones that I really, really care about. And I still, there's some that I really care about in the last five years or so that I still haven't gotten out and purchased yet. There's there's some that I have, uh, and then a lot that I haven't. And so I think that, you know, maybe society's coming to that too. It's getting easier and easier to buy them. Like I said, when you go to the grocery store, you know, and you can buy, you know, monkey bone for two ninety nine or something. You know? I know. I mean, they've become the ultimate gumball item for a gumball machine. You know, that's just it's that it's like a stick of gum on a checkout stand. It's just so absolutely so con- consumer driven in that way and disposable. But in the future, we obviously we know that the format wars are are going to trend towards streaming. You know, Netflix streaming is fantastic. VMI Xbox 360. I love it. 
Well, uh, they'll try. What they'll do is the new the new Red Box won't even be a DVD. You'll just put your flash drive in it, and you'll get a download copy of the movie or something. <laughs> you know, that's going to be. You know, they're going to they'll work on files for sure. a while. Sure. And uh, you know, but I think streaming is a natural way to go. There's always going to be that sect of people that want to get in their car and drive somewhere and pick up their movie and then come home. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Uh, but you know the people that hang that, that still hang on to Blockbuster and do that, that's fine if they sure. want to do it. I, I I would rather sit in the comfort of my home and decide which one I'm going to watch, um, even if it comes later on Netflix. Well, some people are very impulsive. They don't want to wait two days for Netflix. They want it right then and there. Right. And I say two days because I live very close to a Netflix uh, plant. So I yeah I get great turnaround on my titles and. I mean, having been with the company since their early days and have always had that kind of quick turnaround, I know it was tough when there was only like three plants in the U.S. for a lot of people, sometimes waiting five, six days for a new title. But they still stuck with it. And you know what? It got better along the way. And, uh, you know, I think Netflix maybe is too good of a deal if you want to really look at it that way. (laughs) Um, Maybe you are getting too much value for for what you have in there, but, but that's the coolest idea. No, 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 though, no, 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 stop, stop. That's bullshit. You don't give somebody something for ten years and say, "Wait a minute, it's too good of a deal." If it's too good of a deal, raise the prices. You know what I mean? Well, they have raised the prices over the years, and they they still don't have the deal. Remember, remember back when disc two used to be free right. as a part of disc one. They don't do that anymore. Very true. And you got over it. I, I didn't true. like it at the time, but I understood it. They had to change the model and adapt. I mean, every business does that. But the core of what we're talking about here, the key element that I want to understand is I agree. The customer is always right. They want what they want, what they want, and they want it now. That right. film that they, they did not care about at all and avoided like the plague when it was in theaters, what, three months ago, four months ago, sure. right? <laughs> now, all of a sudden, they have to have it now. Well, just pretend that it's not coming out for another month, and then you can have it. So it just seems to me like it's the easiest thing to kind of get <laughs> over. If there's really this kind of a backlash, that's the only backlash, Again, right? you're putting it on the back of the customer instead of the back of the company. That's not the customer is always right. That's the company is always right. And we're going to stick it to you and make you have to suck on this because the studios are scared. They're not making the money that they used to make, and they're juicing you and slowing you down. They're slowing progress down. They're slowing the company down. People are paying out the ass to continue on Netflix. It's growing every day. They're slowing down people's ability to see new releases. Exactly. They are. (laughs) That's my point. I don't have any sympathy because there's so many good films that are in the rich history of the history of cinema. Go watch a film from the 60s. Go watch one from the 70s or the 80s. And you know I completely agree. There's so many great films that can occupy that time while you're waiting for, what, the new Beethoven's fifth movie to come out or whatever, (laughs) you know? Straight to video thing that you just suddenly, you know, are are dying to see. Hey, I know what it's like. I used to be an impatient kid, too. You know, I remember when it would get down to where a month was left before a movie would come out and just because I wanted it that day didn't mean they moved the the release date up a month for a movie to accommodate my wishes and my desires you know they they put it out I waited and you know I either went to go see it or I didn't well the point Um, is the point is this let's just talk about the psychology here the point is this 
They're saying people who have a Netflix subscription, if they're really anticipating a film, will put it in their queue immediately because they want to see it. Okay? Right. What they're right. saying is, is we think that that kind of anticipation should be pointed towards sell-through, towards buying at the store. And so what they're going to do is say, for that person that can't wait, and they're like, oh, I can't get it on Netflix, but it's out in the store, and I go to the store, and I look at it, and I see it, it's killing me, and i got to get it, boom, they're going to buy it. So then, boom, the studio has won, right? Absolutely. That's the psychology they're playing on. If it's not available at your regular store, we'll have it available at the special store, and it'll cost you three times what you pay in a month to pick it up. To own it, um, well, I guess if you go Blu-ray, if you go if you go regular, then you know about the same as one yeah. month, one month or something. Well, no. How about let me flip this for you? What if they decided to go in the tiered pricing? What if they went back to that and started out all DVD started out at like forty nine ninety five right. before they jumped down to their lower price? That would be pathetic. You know? That would be pathetic. Well, pe- people that weren't buying DVDs would just really stop buying DVDs. Yeah. It's like, you want to kill your well, industry? Then kill it that way. Well, how do you think they killed their CD industry? When you could buy a movie cheaper than a CD, you knew something was wrong. Right. Oh, absolutely. Well, and, and I just think this is, you know, Hollywood and uh, the studio system has done a lot of wrong moves when it comes to, let's say, piracy when it comes to and the music industry as well um uh and other issues and just to me walking backwards stepping backwards and preventing you doing what you normally do is a precedence that reeks of fear and it reeks of of of, uh, not confidence in their product i mean and i just i don't know if they're going to see a big difference in profit Again, 28 days is no big deal. You can hold your breath that long. It's like, well, I waited for four months. I can wait another month. No, no, I know. It's just they've been shorting the windows so much. I mean, you used to have to wait a year. So, you know, now it's just so tiny of a window. It, it's really not that big a deal. But my point is is that they're stopping where we want to go. Okay? Everyone says we want to go this way. And they're saying, no, wait. Come back with us. And hey, you know, it's their product. They can sell it however the heck they want. They can prevent it here and prevent it there. It's just when you look at the trends and you see which way it's going, it's complete bullshit that they think they can step in there and prevent it from happening. Now, the interesting thing is, and this is from another article uh, someone wrote in Cinematical on the 7th. Um, and my big question was, well, what does Netflix get out of this? Okay, because the studio obviously get gets something out of it, but the Netflix Netflix gets jammed. They lose those first come first serve titles for the brand new spanking releases that'll be out in stores. Now I said it a little bit before, but it says in exchange Netflix will get discounts on Warner Brother titles, which I guess means that they have to pay a fee to get it on their service at all, um, or maybe like uh, it's going to cost them less to buy their their gazillion copies. Um, Profit share, so right. forth, yeah. As well as a higher volume of titles to stream from Warner Brothers' catalog of movies and television shows. It's a decision that seems designed to bolster rentals at brick-and-mortar video stores, um, blah, blah. We talked about that. But the main deal, is obviously, is that Netflix is exchanging in on uh, their future for their right now. Maybe they get all the Warner Archive titles. Think about all those that have been yeah, coming out. Yeah, that would be fantastic. I think I think what they're you know they're looking ahead 
and they're saying we're going to exchange the today for the tomorrow because they know that the tomorrow is the streaming. They know that this idea that they have. See, here the golden thing that we don't ever talk about is you can get all these new movie titles on you know at, through your satellite or through your uh, your cable with the on demand or the pay per view. Right, those are pretty reasonably acceptable. My dad, they don't, they have Netflix, okay. But he wanted to watch District Nine the other night. Just you know, he's like, I want to watch it right now, okay. He went on his pay per view, his his on demand service uh, via AT and T's UVerse, and he said it was nine ninety nine, and it was like, wow, you're kidding me, you know. He wanted to have it right now. He didn't want to wait wait for it to come in, so. Um, he found out later that uh, it's going to be coming. It's going to be on there for a cheaper price, like in a few more days. So he waited a little bit longer. But at that moment, in that time, he wanted to get it right there. Okay, mm-hmm. and that would have been the most convenient thing for him to do. But look at that price, right? That prevented him, and he's like, "Well, forget it. I'm not. I'm not going to go there." But it's the same type of thing. Well, what if? What about this? What if in a few years, in order to create a stopgap for this, Netflix says, "Okay." How about Netflix Prime? Mm, you pay $2 and you can stream that new release that night. Studio gets a buck 50 and Netflix gets a buck 50. How smart would that be to happy. implement today? Let's just say that they made a, a deal with all the studios to to do that and they said we're going to prevent everything. Okay? We're going to do the 28-day thing on everybody who releases a movie, and then we're going to have this Netflix Prime you're talking about where you pay you know, $5 more a month. Oh, well, I'm talking about individual downloads. What if I say and they rewrote the books on everything and they said for the first 28 days of a, of a, a new release, it's a premium window for the first month, which means it's, it's back to a $3 rental. No, And you want to stream it. Well, just think about it. They could do, and then after 28 days, then it becomes a regular rental disc, yeah. or it could be available. That's for, a turnoff. You know. But see, that's a turnoff for me. And the reason why is because the thing that Netflix offers that's so beautiful over on demand, of course, subscription is the subscription where you you pay and you get everything. It's a la carte. It relies on how many you can mail back and how many you exactly. can view on your on your streaming. Of course, no. I mean, it's it's always been a great deal, you know. <laughs> the pay per view model, I think, is going to die, and part of the reason why is because they've always been so jacked up. Like I said, well, my dad tried to find it, but see, it's even worse if he wanted to see District Nine on a particular day, and the only way he could find to see it would be to have to go buy it at Walmart for you know twenty bucks. See, now that would be bullshit because then he, he has the technology, obviously. He has the ability. He pays for a Netflix account, but yet he's still got to go spend more money to watch a movie that should be available. You know? And if anything, I like what you were saying before about the Netflix Prime because at least they would be offering you something new as opposed to just taking away. They'd say, well, we're changing our model. And mm-hmm. for this price, you get more. And for this price, you get medium. And this price, you get streaming only, right? Sure. And a lot of I would probably do streaming only, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, but at least if they change it that way, you would say, "Well, hell yeah, I'll pay for that Prime if I can get everything right now." You know, and maybe those also in streaming or something. Then you feel like you're getting something more, as opposed to them just saying, "All right, you can't get these movies for 28 days. You're screwed." You know, and we're not going to change our prices. We just promise you that you can get more streaming. Again, to the person who doesn't stream, screwed. Yeah, it's it. It is. They are. Listen to the way that Warner Brothers spins this. 
The 28-day window allows us to continue making our most popular films available to Netflix subscribers while supporting our sell-through product. Warner Home Video President Ron Sanders said in a statement, Okay, (laughs) what a bunch of horseshit. The 28-day window allows us to continue making our most popular films available to Netflix? Yeah, 28 days later than everybody else. Because it allows you to support your thing. The whole point is they're putting the weight on the customer and they're saying, hey, you can wait a little bit longer so we can make sure that we can get it to you 28 days later. Because if we can't do this and we can't sell you the movie, then we can't make it available to Netflix. We're just going to have to cut it off Netflix altogether and you're going to have to go buy it. Well, if that happens and then there's little cherry picks that you can't get. Like, if you can't get any Warner Brothers movies on Netflix because well, they just... Uh, it's already like that on Netflix for a lot of titles already. I mean, there's a lot of criterions that you can't get on there. You've got to go buy them. You would be amazed. if you. And I know you don't do Netflix streaming. If you went on right now and saw the new deal they've made with Criterion and the amount of Criterion, you can get all the Kurosawas. You know, oh, okay. So that's cool that they've, on, done, they've done that now. On streaming. I'm talking about on the discs, though. On the rentals, there was a lot of titles you just couldn't oh, get. Oh, man. There is ton, there's tons of Fellinis. I mean, they've just, they, made some, they struck some sort of deal with Criterion. I'm like, holy shit, I'll never be able to watch all these. Yeah, that's that's again. I think that's like thinking for the future. That's smart because um, ultimately, Netflix does not want to see their them get passed by. Well, that's the like thing. Everyone else, they the want to be the player. They want to be involved. Right. The smart thing here is, if, like I said, we you look at two sides. You look at it as Warner Brothers or the studios. They're making their decisions based on fear. Okay, but Netflix right. is making this decision based on the future, saying. We don't want to become the blockbuster of the future. We want to be your main hub that you come to. You know, if you pay $15 a month and get streaming only, you can get everything you want streaming only, and you won't have to deal with that bullshit pay-per-view model, mm-hmm. then holy shit, they will become the megaport for film watching. Really, you can't be mad at Netflix then. Netflix has to bow down to Warner Brothers because Warner Brothers has the content. Oh, no, no. I'm not mad at Netflix. I'm mad at Warner Brothers. Yeah, Warner Brothers is in charge here, and there's, they're the ones setting the rules. But I do think Netflix is smart about it. Oh, I do too. I think they're taking the right road. They're building toward the future, and, not, and they're not throwing away their future for the present. Because they want those relationships. Well, of right. course they want those relationships. And it's going to be cheaper for them too. Do you know how much their profit's going to go up by not having to mail out as many discs? Sure. If they can if they could get, I don't know how many users they have, what, 10 million or so, maybe more? I don't know, it's a lot. They could if they could get 5 million of them streaming. They oh, should yeah. give away that little streaming box that they have. They really if people should. will give if if people will give up their mailing. That should be the deal they have. You give up your mail discs, we'll give you the streaming box for free, sure. but you got to keep your subscription for one year, something like that. You know, phone companies do it all the time. The people like me, if you already have an Xbox or if you have a PlayStation 3. Oh, you're set up. Even TVs now have it. Uh, there's Blu-ray players that have it, um, mm-hmm. and uh, they just announced that it's going to be available for the Microsoft Wii. It's coming mm-hmm. in all over the place. We're going to get it on the Wii. We have the Wii in the room with the television. When I stream, I stream to my computer because that's my high-def screen. But um, uh, we have our Wii on our regular television, so we're going to put it on the Wii so we can just watch it. You know, The whole family can watch it right there on television where they don't have to sit in front of the computer or something. So it's fantastic. Uh, I'll get it in multiple places. We've got it in two rooms already with the Xbox. Um, and we enjoy it that way. So as that grows, I just I really see that that's the future 
Where we're headed is the streaming, absolutely for sure. And so good for Netflix. Uh, shitty on Warner Brothers and the other studios to think that they can step backwards in time, especially leaving the option open for Blockbuster. That is bullshit. Because they're they're trying to save that little floundering industry uh, while um, uh, you know holding off uh, where we're headed. They're killing the future. You know, see to me it plays against my whole stereotype that I have against uh, you know when technology is killed. You know, uh, <laughs> when the electric car is killed and progress is killed because uh, you know there's just too much money in oil. Right? I know that sounds a little progressive of. of of a conservative to say that, but I think the main thing is, is I always have hated the fact that technology doesn't move forward because of industry. And Mm -hmm. that's just what the studios are playing at here instead of just going full throttle and saying, you know, but I guess they're protecting their asses. They think they are. I think it could hurt them in the long run because people could just say, well, the hell with you. We're just not going to bother seeing your movies and we're certainly not going to go buy them. Um, And I think they've been moving really fast for a lot of years now anyway. Um, and they've been kind of working without a net and without an understanding of of what the potential losses were and the potential gains. So I just think that this is, you know, they're they're seeing this is the fourth quarter for this type of media entertainment environment. Yep, and then absolutely. we're going to start a whole other new age. Ring whatever you can out of it. And, yeah, the smart players like Netflix will be right there. And as long as you and I are okay with the subscription model and as long as they keep giving us, you can watch as much as you want. You know, everyone's going to gorge on it for a little while, but then your viewing habits are going to taper off to fit into just your life. Sure. And you just – there might be a month where you only stream two movies and you just paid the same price as when you did 20. And that's where it won't matter with streaming anymore – but see, Netflix, that, their biggest bulk of expense is going to be mailing. And that will only their profits will go right through the roof the moment they start shifting that audience over to all streaming, for sure. So, yeah, it's, it's a super win for them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. I mean, time. That's, that's a major win. They'll be bigger than Blockbuster was with that kind of cash coming in. They're going to have to keep with, up with technology, though, because the more people you get pulling – pulling files from you, the more you've got to have servers that can bolster well, that. But yeah, it's all about who has the catalog available for streaming. Right. And Netflix could start working deals. It's like, yeah, but we're exclusive for those new release streamings. Sure. You know, that kind of thing. Sure. And when everyone's moving towards that, they could really have, you know, for having not the upper hand today, they could have it tomorrow. So, Right. Well, it's interesting because to me, this all has to do with our Format Wars idea um, and how how we view our movies is 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 changing and growing and morphing all the time, and uh, I, I that's why this uh, idea this story really drew to me, and and it's fascinating to me where we're headed. And every time I hear of a change and what we're going to doing, <laughs> it's interesting to me, and I want to look at it. Like I was even interested when uh, Netflix announced they were officially going to go to a model where you could pay a streaming only, you know, like a like a nine ninety nine type of thing a month to where you don't even have to worry about it. Because now you can get – if you just get one rental a month, you get the streaming also. But if they're smart, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people like me who only stream and uh, it, you know don't worry about the videos. That helps progress them forward also. And it goes – plays into exactly what you were saying about moving toward that technology where there's no mail outs and whatnot. They need to make that available as soon as possible. And uh, and for those who can't stream, 
Um, God, but there's so yeah. many options now of new products you can buy. Netflix has been working behind the scenes to get that available in all of these game consoles. That was a masterstroke on their part um, to get it in all three. So it doesn't matter which one you have. The Wii is so cross-culture at this point. It's almost like you know having a CD, a CD player or a DVD player in your house. So many families have the Wii right now. It easily tops the 360 or, or the PS3. That going there, I think, is going to be a massive boost uh, well, to sure. them when people realize, wow, we have this you know, option now. So you know, they'll um, start getting that Netflix flyer when they open the box, you know. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Well, right. they'll get a free month or whatever and just to, to mm-hmm. sucker them in. Man, it's a smart ass company from the beginning, from day one. You can't lose with that company. Remember that? For, remember the first time you heard about it? You're like, oh yeah. You mean I don't have to go to Bloodsucker anymore and worry about oh, late yeah. fees? It was like, whoa, how good a deal is this? So, um, yeah, it's a smart company. Well, for see, for years when I had my Netflix subscription, I mean, I honestly, I still supported the Mon Pop store down the street from me, Videoscope. So I'd get all my new releases from them and get all my catalog titles from Netflix. <laughs> so it really had a, had a, had the best of both worlds at that time. But well, that's um, fine, and you can you can do depending on your your habits and your taste, you can easily do just it that how way. badly do I need to see it right now? Right. How badly do I need to see Universal Soldier Regeneration? <laughs> <laughs> can I wait 28 more days or I got to have it now? Yes. Yeah. That will be an interesting little test for sure. Because Warner Brothers is going to have some good titles. I mean, you know how hard that's going to be when Batman 3 comes out? <laughs> All right, I'm just going to go buy it. <laughs> well, shit. With with a movie like that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't need to rent Dark Knight. Yeah, I just knew. You know, it's like oh, Blindside will probably be like that when it comes out. People will just buy it instead of renting it. Oh, I heard it was good. I'll buy it. It's nine ninety nine or twelve ninety nine. Well, you know, a lot of people you get do that, that now, all anyways. the time in the grocery stores, absolutely, in the in the, in the WalMarts. I mean, that's why yeah. that price point is perfect for those those DVDs. And if you don't like it, you give it away, or it, it's almost disposable enough at that price, because that's really the price you'd pay to go see it in the theater, and you don't get to take that home. You throw it on the shelf, and someone borrows it, and then never returns it, and you never see it again. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Fascinating stuff. I love to see where we're headed in our future when it comes to how we watch movies. So we'll just keep a tab on this and continue to talk about it as it takes a new turn. You're listening to the Hollywood Saloon.